Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you all of the Transformers news from around the world that couldn't be included in the new Space Jam movie because it got cancelled. This is episode 231. We are recording live on Saturday this week, March 27th, 2021. This week we'll be talking about Kingdom Rodimus Prime, Kingdom Galvatron, Masterpiece Skids, and a surprising new friend he's bringing along for the ride, and some new news on the Transformers film series. All that and more is coming up in this week's episode. It strikes me that we probably should have warned Bradley that we do that now with the opening credits. Yeah, I, I, was, like, I was like, that's pretty good. How long have you had that? Yeah, I know, right? It's cool, isn't it? Uh, well, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Jason. As you can tell, we have Bradley rejoining us this week. He's had a, had a few weeks away. How are you doing, Bradley? I'm doing quite well, thank you. How are you doing? Excellent. Uh, I am. I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm a little bit, um, a little bit off my game because it's Saturday night. So, like. Um, yeah, no, if I just, if I forget how, like, the internet works during the podcast, please forgive me. That's um, why Tony and I are here. Yeah, that's right, that's, keep that's in good. line. We also have Tony, <laughs> Tony Kim joining us from an undisclosed location somewhere in Western Sydney. How are you doing? Hello, hello, how are we all? Did I get that right? Are you in Western Sydney? I can't actually... No, I'm not be, in Western Sydney be, at all. You can be down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to ignore stuff like that when you say it, though, Jace. So it's kind of like, all right, I'll just take it. It's fair, yeah, that's right. fair enough. Yeah. Like most things I say. Yes. <laughs> let's run yeah, with Western Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to... Just, why not? You know? Yeah, fine. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can already feel the vibe of this episode is very Saturday night, you know? Like, it's a bit looser, a little bit freer, you know, a little bit more sort of cash, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Saturday night. Okay, that was terrible. It's karaoke. Sorry, I'm just checking. Yes, everyone viewing on the Facebook page has just switched off the stream. All one of them, yes. And that was Jason that was watching it. Oh, shit, it was me too. It was opening another window. Whoops. What has been... Ooh, there's a wild bit of feedback happening there. Oh, who's... Oh, okay. Sorry? Interesting. There's a, a little wild bit of feedback came through the uh, came through the headphones there. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Um, how, uh, how how how's things going? It's it's um, yeah. Like I said, it's a little bit little bit off being Saturday night, but um, I so I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for a marathon a marathon podcast tonight, and then I have to get up at five thirty a.m. because I'm I'm going out to Penrith now. Um, uh, Penrith. I don't, I don't know if people are familiar with uh, where Penrith is in relation to where I live in Sydney, um, but like I can, I can actually go to the airport and I can get a flight to Melbourne, and I'll be there before I can get to Penrith out in uh, Western Sydney. So, I'm go- I'm heading out to Penrith tomorrow with uh, Clinton Hard from Toy Reel. We are going to be on a table selling Transformers and collectibles at uh, CollectorCon Penrith. It's um, it's the second convention in a month uh, for me, which uh, it's considering there's been nothing for a year uh this is this is kind of going pretty well like australia's uh, australia's pop culture and collectible scene appears to be back um yeah i'm looking forward to that but it is going to be a long day bit of a bit of a dumb question for how you do these conventions though jace but do, do you bring along like extra toys that you kind of got laying around or are you selling it for other people like how does that so- stocking work 
so um, tomorrow, tomorrow Clinton's got the table as toy reel, and so Clinton and I are attending, and I'm just taking along some Transformers. I have things sitting in my cell pile that I've wanted to sell for ages. Right, so right. I was right. like, <laughs> I can put, I can put a couple of boxes of things in the van and see if people will buy them for me. So I might yep. come, I, I might leave with two boxes. I might come home with one. We'll see how we go. Yeah, um, or you could literally yeah. sell the Unicron box that you don't need anymore. I could, except it's actually in the Clinton. It's actually in the Clinton in, in the Clinton studio at uh, right. in, in the Toy Real studio. So um, yep. Unicron is not with me. So we're not we're not we're not attending for like demonstration and exhibitions tomorrow. It's really just it's it's a it's a toy fair and collectible okay. um, sales thing. So yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, it's been a while. I used to go out to I used to go out to Collectomania when they used to be out at Penrith Panthers. Um, and that was a long walk from the train, right? So I would get my bike, I'd put my bike on the train, and then I would ride like you know ten minutes from the train station out there. Um, Penrith Panthers has changed some of their venue layout and stuff. They don't have the um, the tent that they used to run the um, collectibles shows at anymore. Oh, so right. okay. um, the, there's a new venue out there that um, that uh, these these guys are hosting their uh, their show at. Um, I haven't I haven't attended Collector Con itself yet um so i'm looking forward to tomorrow and uh, we are looking at we are looking at actually attending as tcca in the future as well so mm. yeah um good. Oh, while, while we are while we are while i am bagging the uh, the distance from uh, my place out to penrith the uh, jacob babbock is uh, listening live he says jason it's not that far i assure you mate it is <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes it takes me a really long time to get out to penrith and um because like I, so I have to get public transport. That's that's the thing. And I mean, like I am comparing public transport because even if you are on a, um, even if you're in first class on a plane, it is public transport anyway. <laughs> um, so I'll, something else happened this week. We had a we had a, a meetup um, last night in Sydney. Uh, we had a had a, a, a few guys come along, and we had a nice little nice little outdoor seating at Rache's at Harborside. Um, filled the table up with Transformers. Uh, and had a couple of interstate guests uh, come and join us, so it um, was a lovely time. And thank you to everyone who came along. Um, we all we all had a all had a really good night. And um, we, in uh, in the in the tradition of uh, the UK convention that um, some of us want to go to, uh, we ended the night with a visit to a uh, churros shop. And um, and so we uh, we uh, ate some ate some churros. And uh, we'll we'll hopefully do so again in the future. <laughs> Can I ask you, Jason, when you're when you're at a table with all these guys and you're transforming toys and then there's like other diners in that same restaurant, do you often get people looking at you, like asking you questions as to why you have all these toys on the table? Uh, a couple of people come by and ask and um, someone, a, a lady came by, like, so we we're outdoors last night. Um, so yep. we we're under, under shelter, but we we're outdoors. And so... It was so we're not really near other other diners in the restaurant. And it's also like it's not like it's a fine dining restaurant, right? Like it's yeah, it's, it's rations, right? <laughs> yes, um, yeah. beautiful food. And so, though. oh they're, they're, yeah, their food food's fantastic. Um, so there was a there was a point last night. I won't I won't go naming names. There was a point last night um, that, on reflection, I'm really amused by this. Uh, this bloke came walking down the stairs. We're at Harborside, so like a, we're in the outdoor area where people walk into the shopping center. And uh, this guy walked past with his mates and uh, he sort of craned his neck, had a bit of a look at the things. And then he stood about sort of 10 metres back from the table and he put his phone up and he took a photo of us all. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like we expect, we expect a bit of attention when we have a, a table full of Transformers. But also like 
it's like when you go to a convention, right? Cosplay is not consent. You you're not just allowed to just randomly take photos of people. And right. so one of the one of the guys at our table um, stood up and he's just gone, "Oh mate, did you get a good photo? Like you can you can come back and take another photo if you want. Like you know, we'll, we'll pose for you or something." And and the guy was just sort of like, and sort of, sort of <laughs> went in. And so he was also uh, eating at Rache's. And so we didn't leave it at that. He went over to the guy's table and. Um, and then sort of like went, hey, mate, and took a selfie with him. And the guy's like, what? Why did you do that for? He's like, oh, I thought that's what we were doing, taking photos of each other. Oh, never mind. And he's walked off. <laughs> and uh, like the guy was just like, the guy didn't actually react, but his mates his mates had a bit of a laugh. So uh, his mates knew that he got got. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I won't, I won't name names, but I was, I was a little bit nervous that this was going on, but then uh, it all, it all, like it all worked out in a, uh, in, a in a fairly fun, amicable, fa- amicable fashion. So yeah. Um, anyway, look, that's that's stories of us taking transformers out. Like we we do we do tend to do this a lot. Like um, usually meetups in Sydney are either organised by um, by uh, TCCA or by uh, Transformers Down Under. And so, like, we generally get the same people turn, turn up to them. But um, this week was this week was one that I organised, and uh, I was just like a bit, a little bit nervous that like I didn't want to antagonise people in case someone decided to come along and trash people's uh, transformers on the table. So, um, fortunately, all worked out okay. It was pretty good. So yeah, um, without further ado, we've been uh, we've been gas bagging for about ten minutes. I know I said I said a couple of weeks ago that like Oz Comic Con we wouldn't need to talk about for very long and then we talked about it for half an hour. We've had a couple of meetups like uh, we don't need to talk about them for more than the ten minutes that we're on. I think we should start talking about some actual Transformers news. Who's who's with me? Let's do it. Yeah, I, I need to wake up from that previous gas bagging. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, fair enough too. Fair enough. I, I, yeah, the, the, look, the, the live viewer count dropped off. Um, what are we talking about? We, think, we've been I, missing. I think, I think you mean they nodded off. <laughs> I didn't see anyone nod, but like I didn't see anyone shake their head either. So you know, uh, we've been um, missing your honesty, Bradley. That's why we back. have. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? Let's talk about this guy, honestly. We're, we've got, a, we've got some news. We have some new photographs of, uh, new photographs of Kingdom Galvatron and Kingdom Rodimus Prime. We are going to start with Rodimus Prime. These have come from new scans from uh, the current next issue of Figure King magazine in Japan and um, they've answered the call of putting up some clear photos and finally, finally giving us a look at the size of Rodimus versus another known figure because we've been looking at we've been looking at the photos of, uh, of Rodimus going that looks interesting it looks looks really nice all on its own for a while and we're like how the, how, how big is this then we, we can't really tell um, so we have uh, I think we've got two scans from King, figure King magazine to, to have a look at uh, this week. There's not really that much of a change itself to um, to the robot the, the robot mode or the, or the design of that. Um, but I guess let me see if I can put this into a um, let me see if I can put this into a, a new tab and sort of I think, it's a bit, I think the robot mode is a bit beefier, but the car mode looks 
kind of similar. It's, it's really not working for me at all, is it? <laughs> no. Oh, wait, there we go. There we go. There we wow, go. there we go. Bam, bam, bam. So, um, yeah, eyes are up here. There's Rodimus's crotch. But this is the this is the photo that we all really sort of want to zoom in on here. So, um, this is the photo that shows the uh, Commander class Rodimus Prime versus the Studio Series eighty six hot rod. I was, I, I was almost about to put an upward inflection on that because I wasn't quite sure whether that was actually Studio Series 86, but it is because he's got the yellow knees. Um, so he is a good head and shoulders taller than Studio Series 86 hot rod. However, we also know that 86 hot rod is sold as a Voyager, but he is more of a deluxe class figure with accessories. So sort of begs the question, are we looking at a Voyager scale cab? Uh, That's what's making me think that this toy has the commander class price tag attached to the trailer yeah that's a lot of people a lot of people are saying that um i don't i don't think that's incorrect um i i don't i don't find the trailer i don't find the trailer like necessarily that complex by comparison to um like things like skylinks with you know a lot of moving parts like the trailer is fairly simple i think um yeah. what what do you what do you guys think of the comparison of these of these two figures i mean i i feel like i feel like studio series 86 hot rod and i'm gonna have to find a shorter way of saying that i feel like hot rod has been a bit of a test run for some of the things that they're trying out with uh, with rodimus like the shoulder assembly appears to look the same there's there's quite there's quite a bit of there's quite a bit of hot rod in rodimus i think do you do you guys mm. see that i i yeah, I, I see it. Um, the car mode, I think the car mode's in one of the other photos. It looks similar to Power of the Primes Rodimus with a bit of Studio Series Rodimus. But yeah, the Rodimus Prime, the car mode looks a lot like, puts me in mind of Power of the Primes Rodimus. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, it is. There and, and I've been like, I've yesterday i was not excited about this toy at all because i thought that comparison photo that we had i honestly thought that was one of the old masterpiece rodimus toys but now that everyone's saying this is studio series 86 rodimus i'm like oh my god <laughs> i must have this toy is, is 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 that because you're a fan of 86 hot rod and like it looks much better or it's because rodimus prime has never really had a great toy like the G1 Rodimus Prime was just him lying on his side, but this this just completely blows everything away. This actually looks pretty good. I think it's the first Rodimus Prime we've had since G1 that's actually got the trailer and the interaction, and yeah, it, I'm very excited about it. Tony. Yeah, I mean, wow, so much good stuff to come from this. And uh, I was trying to think back to our previous episode where we looked at some of the early shots that had leaked of, of Rodimus and comparing it to these official ones. And I think <clears throat> I'm kind of, I was definitely positive before, but I am 110% positive now that I'm going to get this thing. Because even just looking at this photo, if you flick back to the one you just had there, Jace, the, um, I didn't realize that the Winnebago actually had storage space in the back, there's a great shot of the flap at the back of the Winnebago opening up. It's got a little ramp that comes down and they've put oh, yeah. Hot Rod in there. So you can actually see that he does fit in there. So can it carry at least one deluxe car, unlike Ultra Magnus, where you have to lay the deluxe car on top of his little trailer. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, and then when I looked at the 
like the, the one of the major nitpicks I had about the Winnebago was in the bottom right hand corner of this photo, you can see that the <laughs> the exhaust pipes don't don't join. <laughs> now it still looks ridiculous, but it looks less ridiculous for some reason in the way that this photo is shot. And I'm kind of inclined to 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 like it a little more. Do you sort of not notice it in this shot? Yeah, that's right. I notice it a lot less. Do, do you think? Do you think they? Do you think they lined up this shot directly on the uh, on the the fin so that you wouldn't notice it that much? <laughs> An so optical the fin illusion. So sort of bleeds into the flame paint, so you don't really yeah, notice it. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. And then, Jace, so, if you go back to the previous photo, there was one other thing I wanted to comment on. So, um, or two things. Uh, I remember last week the week before i commented on rodimus's face looking a little bit like steve tyler from aerosmith i, I kind of take that back now because this photo <laughs> no now he, now he looks like someone from the rolling stones <laughs> <laughs> he looks like helen mirren for some reason um, <laughs> but the, the comparison shot in the bottom left was just when i saw that i was like wow um because for so many reasons but but the face didn't it, it makes sense because he's he's more weathered as a as a leader he's and mature. you know he's, he's mature. He's like, exactly. Thanks, Brad. So and then and then the other thing is that there's a photo that's not on this screen that's doing the rounds of uh, which I I put in the messenger group. But the um, there's a size comparison of Hot Rod against Earthrise Prime, and they've they've lined the Hot Rods together so you can see where Prime stands relative to Rodimus. And so Prime is probably just a couple, maybe one half a centimeter taller than um, than Rodimus in this. So okay. what we were saying yeah. last week about it being equivalent is 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 pretty much bang on. So the size is awesome. Um, now, is it commander class? Definitely not. But as to Bradley's point, it's it's the trailer that you're paying for. And then the other thing I noticed on this photo is that there's the um, you can clearly see the finger articulation in uh, in yes. Rodimus' hands, yes. which will allow him to point. Because <laughs> there's four fingers stuck together, and then there's the the point, the index finger, which can clearly uh, uh, stand out from the others. So that's that's going to be quite cool when you want to pose I'm it. I'm just so. wondering if they're going to be having like the jet fire thing again, where you close the fist and then that peg hole comes out. I haven't seen that done on any other figure. No, neither have I. But you know, commander yeah. class, maybe a feature. Yeah, if you look oh, at his jet, right hand jet, though, you can see that, that there's no big mechanism. figure. Though. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that, like like I said, they haven't they haven't done it again. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But this is going to be awesome. This is going to be really good. It's uh, going to be really so, good having uh, Rodimus Major and Rodimus Prime on the same shelf without them having to be the same toy like they were with Power of the Primes Rodimus. Right, right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna um, put up a put up a comment that's uh, coming talking about the. Um, talking about the trailer from uh, Nathan Ashby. He says, I think the, the exhaust gaps are to allow the trailer sides to balance on the exhaust fold-outs instead of just floating there. So when you open up the trailer, it's possible that the it's possible that the, um, the sides of this will actually drop down and actually the pipes will become support for the open trailer. And you can sort of see that there is a hinge on the, uh, on the top of it. I think you could be onto something there. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand that point, Jason. So, uh, so, 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 what, so, when the trailer is open, as in like the configuration at the top, yep. top left and right, um, yep. something has to support the uh, the open parts of it. Uh, otherwise, it just flops open and down. Right? Oh, right, got it. 
So yeah, so it looks like there's it looks like there's a hinge there that um, possibly allows you to use part of the piping work as support for the open trailer. It mm. is it's 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 fairly slight. Like it's it's certainly no like trailer support arms like you had on Optimus Prime's trailer. But um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting addition. I wonder if there's other parts of the trailer that might actually might actually be dedicated to supporting those open arms as well. Mm. Well, the, um, the, um, the, well, the well, the other thing I wanted to point out in here is that there's the the sort of the the the, the big black uh, rolling gun apparatus, which can also clearly be removed from the trailer because you can see a photograph of it on top of the trailer. Um, and then there's also that, um, yeah, go. On. Is it on top or is as is that coming through the roof? I think that's on top because you can see the tank treads are actually on top. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I think I think the whole thing is the whole thing is actually mobile. I think. Yeah. That's probably the only part of this photo collage that it's slightly on the nose for me, and ever so slightly, mm. is that you're stacking that black thing on top of the <laughs> on top of the Winnebago, which is already big enough. You know. <laughs> It's like they've got to justify that commander class, uh, commander class <laughs> size somehow. Right. Sorry, I just took that, yeah. took that comment off there. Uh, someone also, someone also, also asked, were his legs always black? Um, oh, that's good a good question. question. Yeah, good question. Um, I, you know, I don't for honestly the toy know. Or for the character. Can I say, can I say both? Toy. That's a good question. Uh, oh, so what? So what about a G? What about a G one Rodimus Prime? What color legs did he have? He had uh, red. Oh, really? Red. Okay, so then his yeah. then his legs were his, le his legs were not always black. He had or orange legs. Nathan says he believes so. Yeah. Um, mm. Mm. Hey, I'm just and looking what? at the wiki. Yeah. yeah, do 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 that. Do that. I, like googling things does not googling things live on the screen share does not end well for us. So like, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, um, I was there, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, we're, no, we're, this is this is the there. first. A hot rod besides masterpiece toys that has black legs. All right, there we go. So, uh, like, I, I think it works well for the character as sort of an evolution of hot rod. So, like, all the definitely. I mean, yeah. all it's it's not just. I mean, it's not just like the leg color is darker, but like his overall color is a bit darker and more serious. Um, you know, like he's 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 not the same color as the uh, Studio Series eighty six figure. Yeah, like, I'm still like, waiting you, to you see. You can sort of see there; it's lighter. Still waiting to see how they incorporate the Matrix into him. I'm hoping that it looks like if you look at the chest in the other photo, yeah. I don't really see like a... I mean, you see two slots, which could be a hinge, or but there's yeah. no other visible sort of line where you can see, unless you sort of lift up the whole canopy. And a it, will it will definitely be interesting to see how that goes. We may not we may not see photographs of that for a while. There's also said yeah. to be a lot of blast effects that come with this, and uh, we we haven't seen any of those in these photos either. I think if you follow the theory that it, it's built on the SS86 hot rod mold, uh, in that mold there isn't any room. Sorry, there is room yeah, to put so. a matrix yeah. in there, but it sort of jiggles around. It doesn't sort of sit uh, in there. Um, I could imagine. You could see you could put something like that within Rodimus, but I'm not sure that it would be a, a proper storage space um, that you that would hang in there that you could clip it mm. into, for example. It might be it might be something that has um, you know the larger the larger size of the character actually does afford them a, you know, a proper matrix compartment. But um, mm. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Like I said, we we can't really see that at the moment. So yeah, um, 
I'm sure that there will be photos that will come out of this. In the but next uh, hey, next hey, hey, guys, if you yeah. do get if you do get this, uh, mm. who's he going to fight? That's a good question. That's a good question. I feel like um, maybe he'll fight his inner demons. Um, his lack of lack of strong leadership skills will always be a burden for him. Um, I think his greatest villain would be anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good leader. I'll never be prime. <laughs> oh, this guy. Maybe is this? this did you guy. mean? Did you mean? Did you mean Galvatron? Yeah. Did you mean Galvatron? I, th I, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought maybe maybe you didn't mean Galvatron, but I thought may maybe maybe you do. What are so, the chances uh, is... of that coming up as the next story? I, oh my god! I know. I know. I know. There was How a segue there. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so this this story is not sourced from the pages of Figure King magazine. This is sourced by anonymous leaker, I think, who is the per the only person who appears to be in possession of a Kingdom Galvatron and a non blurry camera phone. Uh, has been publishing photos for the last couple of weeks. They appear to have given up on their weirdo Zoom background choices uh, and are now going for a much more a much more sort of straight, straightforward uh, just black background. Um, just anonymous enough to make sure that they don't get caught for leaking prototype toys. So we are looking at we are looking at uh, Kingdom Galvatron. Ooh, somewhat disappointingly stacking up almost exactly at the same height as Titan's Return Galvatron, um, which means he is of course a um, a small um, voice, small, small uh, well a, vo yeah, a figure with accessories, and some of those accessories are known, and some of them uh, some of them are coming up in other photos. Wait a second. Uh, where was it? I don't know. I'm just. He I'm comes with Ultra Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes, comes with Ultra Magnus. Well, I mean, maybe Ultra Magnus should fight Galvatron because Rodimus is too busy fighting his anxiety. Um, <laughs> let, 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 let's go back just to sort of a, a much more much more head on shot of Galvatron. Like this guy looks pretty consistent to me than to his appearance in the Netflix cartoon. Um, mm. It's almost as if perhaps they may have had advanced information on how he looks. I don't know. Um, he also like like to, I'm going to go back to that comparison photo. He really doesn't look a million miles removed from Titans Return Galvatron. I'm sorry, like he no, really well, they, they almost hit the nail on the head with Galvatron. The only two things that were bad about it was one, it was a triple changer, and two, it had that Titan Master gimmick. Yes, but this new toy removes both of those problems. Yeah, so, so... I'm thinking they could be onto a winner. Yeah, I'm wondering, Jace, whether we're looking, you and I are looking at the same photo here because I can see a lot of difference between this Galvatron there's and that. There's, there's definitely differences. But I mean, I mean, look, the other question is, you know, how different can a Galvatron be, right? Mm. Um, like the Gal yeah. Galvatron's always going to have like a particular chest design and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't think they transform the same way. Very likely not. No. But, um, goodness no. me, the Kingdom one looks so much better than the Titans Return one. It he does. does. He does. Particularly, and as Bradley said, when you take away that little face mask that the Titans Return had, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> it just looks a lot better. But, but also just how barrel-chested Kingdom Galvatron looks like. He's a chonky boy. You know, <laughs> he's the he, width he of is. his a lot chest. Of people seem, a lot of people seem to be quite upset by this, though. I'm not upset by it. I love it. I think it's great. Well, so a, a lot of people seem to be. I don't really understand. Like, I, I feel like Galvatron is always meant to be sort of like this brute that really almost can't contain his own strength. And so that's 
that's pretty much the the design that you would you would expect for this guy. Uh, like he's mm. he's he's bulked up. You know, he he didn't skip any day at the gym. Um, it's weird yeah. though. These people that think Galvatron this toy looks too barrel chested. Have you seen a G one Galvatron toy? It is literally <laughs> a barrel. Well, he's not, he's not really meant to look like the G one uh, the G one yeah, figure, no. but yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think I think we can all agree that um, we are in favour of Kingdom Galvatron, uh, including commenters on the live stream. Looks so good. Someone's uh, someone's commented. I think um, they're talking about you, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think they could have made that comment any week. Like it's clearly you because you're back this week. Um, I, so, I, are you guys aware of like the the controversy that's been going around over the quality of the photographs that's that have been leaked for Galvatron? Yes. I, I only knew that people were a bit upset about the scuffy paint. I didn't know there was a controversy. Oh, it's been really weird. People are, people have been complaining about the angles from which um the from which the toys photographed. I'm like I don't I don't understand why the angle is a, like a cause of uh a cause of discussion or a cause of concern. Like it's a leaked toy photo. They're never perfect. Um Maybe it's just because this person is actually trying to actually put some dynamic poses and stuff into their uh, into their photography. Also, I'll just point out the photo that we have up here very clearly shows that his hand is molded. So, um, uh, yeah, oh, it was Rodimus that we were talking about the, uh, the the possible hand gimmick on. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, this guy doesn't appear to have much of an opening uh, much of an opening hand. Can I add some information onto that uh, that controversy that you mentioned, Jason? Go on, yeah, please. Um, it's I think it's photo seven that you had. If you scroll forward in the list of um, photos that you had, uh, this one, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's this is the photo I think that's created the controversy. And if you mm. look at his legs, they look mm. quite short, and I think that's why. And <laughs> but it's also in, in proportion to the the barrel chest, right? But um, I. They, people are complaining that the way that the guy took the photo is that there's been something done to the legs to make them shorter, to, to appear shorter, sorry, than the actual figure. Because if you look at the other photos where he's kind of like front on, he's actually a little bit tall, like that one, the one that you just uh, passed. Yeah, that's, yeah, that one. So that's same. a lot taller, right? And so they, um, I, I've read up on this. I, I had nothing better to do with my time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I read up on this. And the guy that actually took this photo, um, he deliberately did that just as a prank because he, he said something along the lines of I've, these are my photos. I can do whatever I want with them. So I'm just going to muck around with this one. And he did this to annoy people and uh, he got the desired result. Mission accomplished. <laughs> exactly. So, weird. Yeah. Um, I, so the only thing that I, the only thing that makes this look like he's got short legs to me mm. uh, is that because his toes are black, I feel like people have sort of just ignored the toe the toe line and assumed that his legs are shorter than they actually are. I don't. I, I don't know. I, like it's definitely I, I, been I, shrunk, though. You know, the the legs they've definitely yeah. been made shorter. It's, it's like the um. It's uh, like it's sort of on an angle. Like the top is being the top yeah. is closer to us than the legs. Yeah, the the guy yeah, who took it deliberately enough, yeah. photoshopped it. Um, just a side note as well in the, around accessories, Jace. Can you scroll forward to the Matrix accessory that comes with Galvatron that I'm really excited yes, about? It is. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, is, is this photo enough? That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. He's like a, a rapper or some sort. He's got a bit of bling here because he's got a, a, a fantastic chain around his neck that's holding I, the old Matrix. I hear that you can actually swap the Matrix for a clock if you are. <laughs> 
Notorious Galvatron. That's right. <laughs> but this is going to be great. It's going to be great. I, I love it. Um, so, uh... so not sure, not sure if you're aware, the chain that holds the Matrix around the neck is actually molded in that shape. It is. It, it is not actually a chain. It is a a piece of plastic that looks like a chain. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I, I was that? like, there, there's just a stunned silence there, and I'm, I'm going to bring up this photo because there you go. You can see it. Yeah. Oh, it's molded as a chain. Okay, right. No, I didn't even yeah. notice that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't change the enthusiasm. <laughs> it's still no, there. No, no, no. Yeah. I, 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 I think it looks pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, someone said wanting to see a shot of it next to the recent G1 Megs. Uh, which is the recent G1 Megs? Do you mean the War for Cybertron one that there's a photo of? Yeah, with the picture with the with the him siege. wearing the chain. If you go back one photo, there's a Siege Megatron next to him. Oh, I don't think we're at that point in there, but um. Oh no, you scrolled no, we past, past it. it before. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna need to. Is is there a photo of this with Megatron? Is it a G? Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah. Keep going. No, the Siege, that one. Yep. Stop. Number ten. This one. So by G1 Megatron, you mean Siege Megatron? Megatron so, yeah. in a G1 style. So um, if that's the case, then yeah, like so, he's a little bit larger than a, a little bit larger than a Voyager, a normal Voyager. So fair enough, good. This, this photo also tells you that he's um, he's taller than Scourge, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did see another photo that's not on this page that had uh, him standing next to Cyclonus, and I think Cyclonus, because of the funky cat ears on his head, sort of stands a little taller than than Galvatron, but it's not that bad but you would hope that you know galvatron's That's... a little taller than cyclonus can we just go back to speaking about the um about the the photography efforts <laughs> someone's made the comment they said it's actually a piss poor effort as far as far as as for fundamental marketing product photography is concerned i sure i know what you're gonna say jace i know what you're gonna say but this say. guy's not marketing the figure yeah. he's leaking it <laughs> So yeah, um, I, I don't know. Like I, this, I feel like I feel like the entire I feel like the entire Transformers community has been extremely critical of these photos more so than anything else. But also, it's a very different form of leak for us. Like we're used to seeing things on cutting mats with like um, rulers next to them showing how large they are or anything. Like that. So In Korea, like, yeah, yeah. So like this 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 person's. This person's actually, you know, got their hands on the on the toy, and they've decided to sort of try and do a photo shoot. So yeah, fair enough. Like, they can be, they can certainly be criticised on that front. But yeah, I just, I do think, I just do think it's a little bit funny. Like everyone's, everyone's a photography critic, someone. So yeah. could you imagine if we were Star Wars fans, though? How rapidly people would crawl over the photos and then rip each other apart because the photos didn't look correct. <laughs> I feel like oh, we're a little man. calmer. We still, we still have outrage as Transformers fans, but we're a little calmer than than other fandoms. This is true. This is true. Um, look, so I, I think I think the verdict appears to be unanimous amongst the three of us. Galvatron, wait, what is going on with that photo? Uh, okay, Galvatron must buy. So, must I, buy. Uh, in fact, in fact, let, let, let's let's put it this way, guys: Is Kingdom Galvatron a great Kingdom figure or the greatest Kingdom figure? I'll go with great. Ooh, yeah, I'll have to go great as well. Reservation for Rodimus Prime. Oh, okay, okay, no, fair enough. I mean, like, I don't like to speak in absolutes, so fair enough. Yep. Um, and yeah. And my Ultra Magnus is still staring at me, and I'm really enjoying that figure. Fair so enough. I can't say I, I, was, 
I was just looking at um, cartoon pictures from the G1 cartoon, and Cyclonus actually is a little bit taller than Galvatron. Is he really? Wow. Okay. He's, he's he was slender, tall. but a little bit okay. taller. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, they've got it in scale then. That's good. <laughs> yeah. short, short little note as well. Um, the person who's taking these photos has also like done some done some like versus photos and stuff, and like it's. I think they've I think they've done a pretty good job of posing up the photos, yeah, fun. posing up the characters and stuff. It's, it's all right. Um, yeah. It's a pity you Autobots die so easily. <laughs> Apparently it is. Oh, and we haven't actually seen a. We haven't actually had a photo of him in his um in his uh space cannon mode. So mm. here we go. There's a, a couple of a couple of things to note that are different here than some of the previous things that we'd seen. So, uh, it looks like the 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 um, arm attachment for his gun cannon does not need to sit in the mouth of his uh in the mouth of his uh, cannon mode. So that that's a that's a good plus. I don't know where it goes, but um, that's nice. Uh, tank treads look like the tank treads have ankle tilts on them, so that's that's pretty fun as well. Um, what else, what else do you guys see in here that's of, of note? I don't know if there's there's more here. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say the tank treads to me I hadn't realised, but obviously it sits under his um, forearms, and uh, mm. I I hadn't it hadn't actually bothered me in bot mode, but I really notice it now. He's got to have it, right? That's part of the figure. I get that, but um, I'm just sort of staring at them now, going, I wonder what it how much of that's going to annoy me in real life when I see it in bot mode again. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, can, can you actually, can, can you see his fingers sticking out there? Is that, is that, is that I'm just, yeah. I'm just seeing that the um, purple bit under the gray barrel is obviously his robot mode chest. So it seems like maybe his head goes, his head either pops down or his stomach pops up like the G1 toy. Cause this looks like this looks, it's putting me in mind of the G1 toy a bit, but then again, that's the only other Galvatron cannon we've really had. That's true. Like Galvatron's also been a tank in generations and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So like knowing knowing this about sort of oh, hang on, Jason, structure, Jason, can I just can I just interrupt yeah. for a second? Hmm. Uh, the back of the top of the cannon, I think that's the arm piece that his cannon is attached to. So you're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. So so it definitely detaches there and goes in. Do you guys think so? Um, Tony, you and I were surmising last week that there might be some electronics in the cannon. Do you think that might still be the case? Uh, I would love that to be the case, but just given where Hasbro goes with like low quality QC and all that kind of stuff, I'm thinking that electronics would be too much of a stretch. Yeah, there's like no. there's there's some there's something going on in the cannon there. Like there's some detail going down the center there, but yeah. I can't quite can't quite make out what it might be there. Um, there you go. There's quite a lot of quite a lot of tilts on the cannon, so you can definitely like aim upward and stuff. I, I, so what I was gonna what I was gonna ask, knowing that um, you know, sort of as we were saying, the the front you know his robot mode chest is obviously uh, at the bottom of that. Do you think? the robot mode chest is actually just hiding a massive cylinder behind him in um in robot mode pretty like, much yeah okay, so you don't actually do you see any other photos of him in robot mode other than the front uh yeah i mean like this guy's done quite a quite a lot and so there you go so that's that's definitely confirming there that the robot mode chest is sort of mm. at the bottom of the cannon yeah um yeah. Oh yeah. See the side. It looks like the side folds down or something, and it's just he's literally just like a grey barrel with some purple bits around him. 
Yeah, may, maybe maybe they've been a little bit smarter than that. I don't know. We'll see. Or is the barrel sitting behind that that chest? That's why it's so so wide because yeah. it needs to hide the barrel itself. Well, there's well, also you, the call, you called of, him barrel chested, so like it's literally yeah. correct, right? There's also the question of uh, what happens to his head. Yeah, oh, it's probably, it probably the head just probably flips down. Who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. it's not. I, I don't think it's like the. Um, I don't think it's like the G one thing where the the barrel. Where you just extend it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you go back a photo, Jace, <clears throat> it looks like his head is sitting on a grey barrel type structure. It does, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if the barrel collapses in some way. Like that that yeah. might actually justify the sort of the the leader engineering mm. there. I don't know. We'll find out. So like there's there's I mean look there's there's clearly some interesting wacky transformation like you know Hasbro's given this to the the boffins at Hasbro HQ to design. This is one of the reasons I asked about the circuitry is if you look in the cannon there's a sort of a a lighter part of the the cannon there i was i was wondering if that might have um might have been a hint that maybe there is some circuitry in there the two questions on that though right so the the obvious Mm. questions would be where's the button to push it to make the sound and then Mm. all the light and then also where do you put the battery if that cannon is it it could just be it could just be button batteries lined up in the back of it who knows right and like we might be looking at buttons around there i don't know like it's an exciting time who knows who knows (laughs) galvatron could galvatron could have an led in it folks who knows (laughs) that would be Um, awesome i just really really like the face sculpt because yes most most of the time his his crown is portrayed as being three spikes, but what it actually is is two spikes on the side, which meet together, and then there's a spike in the back, and that's what we've got here. Notably, this is different to the the head sculpt that was presented in the Netflix show. Yes. He had a he had a very very broad curve rather than yes. um, angled spikes. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we have also we do also have rumours that uh, this figure will be uh, presented in a, an original toy color repaint in the Gen Selects line. I have I had a feeling that was going to come up. Um, yeah, which so I, I don't I don't have it I don't have it to hand, but I did see someone on Twitter did a a, a digi bash of one of these photos and flipped flip the colors around into. Also, like part of it is part of it is like toy accurate. Another one is, and you could also say comic accurate because um, yeah. when he appeared in the Marvel UK comic uh, originally in the eighties, they used the toy color scheme rather than the movie color scheme for him. So he was he was uh, gray. So like yeah. the toy thing could be a comic accurate. And um, oh my goodness, like this figure in like like shades of grays and stuff, it looked amazing. Yeah. Did you see someone did that digi bash on uh, on Twitter? Where they actually recolored yeah. one of these pictures, and it was the G one original colors, and it and it's that. Exactly do, you mean, do, you mean, do you mean do you mean the one? Do you mean the one I literally mentioned two minutes ago? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, that, that one. I'm by just the making way, sure you're on your toes. By the way, <laughs> at some point this week, I saw a digi bash on Twitter um, of someone who yeah. taken one of these photos and turned it into G one toy slash comic accurate do you colors. mean the one that i just oh, mentioned well, a second ago jace because maybe we just did you just did you see it. a digi bash on twitter about someone well, turning this into G1 I saw a digi bash on tell me about it big news okay why, I didn't, why tony why haven't you mentioned this before i, mean, I, I, I haven't heard of this i wanted yeah. to be a surprise and here it is okay right. there was someone has done a digi bash 
of one of these photos here in original G1 what? colors. You guys are going to blow your minds when you see it or when you hear about it, which is right now. Oh, uh, Jason was just telling me before, actually, about a Digibash he saw. What was that, Jason? What? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so after all of that, I really wish that we'd put that in the run sheet um, because then I could show people um, this Digibash instead of talking about it can, a can, lot. Can we actually, can we, um, can we find it now or not? Oh, you don't want to uh, if, Google if, it. If one of you guys finds it for me and sends me the link on Messenger, then I can put it up. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk leave, amongst I'm gonna, ourselves in order to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that while someone else, someone else does that. But um, so Bradley, yes, how 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 much in love with Kingdom Galvatron are you on a scale of one to like um, I'm going to have its babies? Uh, considering surgery in order to have its babies, because Galvatron is one of those G1 characters that has not had a very good toy form yeah fair enough too and, and yeah um, you know so you mentioned the face sculpt right and like we haven't you said how good the face sculpt is but we haven't really spoken about it directly that much and it is on screen at the moment and goodness me it looks grand doesn't it he's, he's even got the little angry chin piece yeah yeah right. the question the question though is when he's on your shelf whose voice is he going to have leonard nemois or frank welker's Actually, it's really interesting, right? Because um, uh, I, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, right? Like I don't necessarily hear um, voice actors' voices when I look at the toys, and I think I, I mentioned a while ago. I think a lot of my a lot of my Transformers exposure when I was growing up was actually comics, and oh, so okay. I tend like I tend not to actually I tend not to actually read I tend not to actually read the comics in like like in a particular voice um yeah i don't i don't know we'll see yeah. that's an interesting uh, background jason i think it explains some of your um preferences in terms of toys because like i grew up on the the original cartoon like the g1 cartoon and i didn't have any of the comics when i was a kid and yeah. so i i tend to like bradley i tend to hear the voices and in this particular instance i hear leonard nimoy all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna try and swap this in there we go there we go, there we Thank go. You. i was just put up i put up my own messenger app so like this might not go well but um so we did hey, Jace, this... did you know that there's a digibash of galvatron <laughs> and it's done right. in, like the original they, they, they took this one and they made it look like the cartoon yeah Wow. <laughs> are you saying that are you saying that that's what i'm looking at a digibash <laughs> it's a digibash oh my god I thought oh my this god. Is doesn't it look great yeah. doesn't look great it does it does look great no it, no it does look fantastic um the colors on the yellow eyes yes yeah they've done a fantastic job of the eyes um when this when this does actually come out for reels though i sort of question whether or not they will actually give him a shiny face like I don't, I don't, I don't think there'll be shiny pieces on it. But I don't know. Like yeah. the, I mean, there were a few shiny bits on the on the G one toy. So like, so like, what's ended up happening here is that they've sort of gone like, well, the four red squares and the the um, like the abs cavity, um, they've become shiny in this digibash. So I don't know if that's really going to be the case. Um, but yeah, no, like this, this, oh my god, like where where Kingdom Galvatron looked hot before, this looks amazing. And because I like because I've like Galvatron is actually one of the it's one of the characters that I had 
when it was released when I was a kid. Like I, I got it that year for Christmas and like he's been a, been a big part of my collection and like my Transformers fandom ever since. And so like this just like, oh, the nostalgia just flows on this on this photo it's, a, it's amazing like i actually i need a moment just talk talk <laughs> talk about how much you like it because like i'm impressed i really like the fact that um whenever people do pictures of galvatron they don't do pictures of galvatron opposite rodimus prime they do pictures of galvatron opposite ultra magnus and there's a bit of fan law i don't know if it's actual law but fan law as to why galvatron's fixated on ultra magnus it's because when galvatron was made he was given the task of killing the autobot leader which was ultra magnus that's why galvatron doesn't really give a toss about rodimus prime <laughs> so so the interesting the interesting part of this though is that if you go back to the 80s um the toys like magnus and galvatron are really positioned opposite each other as toys and yes. i think i'm pretty sure that both they were both, yeah they were both in fact city commanders which like so many of the design yeah so, so many of the so many of the toy designations uh make absolutely no yeah they're they're, they're absolutely unimportant to any other iteration of uh the franchise like it wasn't important to the movie or the cartoon because like there was no mention of it being a city commander rank or anything in the cartoon but yeah so like they were very much positioned opposite each other as city commanders and you sort of wonder if whoever sort of did that at hasbro was just like well they're both big toys so blah whatever and like they might have had no idea what was going on in the movie but i don't know or maybe they just had foresight to realize that rodimus prime would suck (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they maybe they sabotaged rodimus prime who knows but yeah so galvatron so galvatron and magnus like there's also there's the iconic moment in uh in the the transformers marvel uk comics where um you see the the shot of um, ultra magnus ultra magnus comes back from the future to stop galvatron who's come back from the future to do stuff in the 80s as well and there's the that iconic jeff senior moment of um magnus in truck mode with galvatron grabbing into the yes. grabbing into his front window and stuff and it's, oh, it's just it's just amazing um it's, it's such amazing artwork and like that's so, that's become such an iconic piece of art that I think I feel like that actually results in Galvatron and, and Magnus being paired up fairly frequently. I mean, even Hasbro's done it, right? Like Galvatron's a leader class figure, Magnus is a leader class figure, Rodimus is not even in the same size class. Mm. So no. Like, yeah, you know. can, can you guys fact check me on this? But in the '86 movie, when um, uh, Ultra Magnus is they're on the planet Junkion, and then um, Galvatron tracks him down. Uh, when they destroy him in the theatrical version of the movie, they just shoot him and he blows up, doesn't he? Into like a million bits. Yeah, but originally it was going to be a lot more brutal. That's what I was going to say because I remember reading about how it was he was meant to be drawn and quartered, right? And so he, there was and like he was in he part. was in the comic. Is that true? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so he was he was in the comic. Um, there's a, there's a number of things about the comic that are, are weird, right? Like the Matrix is a green cube. <laughs> in the comic <laughs> uh, and there's this part in like after magnus is like drawn by the, the sweeps and you know up into the sky and pulled apart galvatron's just standing there and puts his hand out and this green cube falls into his hand he's like well now i have the matrix yeah. i'm just imagine like you know at the end of the movie when galvatron's trying to rip the matrix open how he would do that with a green cube 
So I think I, oh, now now we're now we're going now we're like digging hard into nostalgia. I feel like he still had it attached to. I feel like he still had it attached around his neck as a chain in a chain form of something. Uh, but I, I I can't remember. You know, I am going to look it up because I'm pretty sure I've got the I've got the Marvel movie adapta- adaptation not a million miles away from me here, and so I will look it up <laughs> and I'll um I'll post it in our chat. And we'll, we'll find. Do you know out. what's interesting about that? That so in the final battle in in the inside of Unicron, how does he? How does um hot rod pull the cube apart does he because there's no finger things from what you're describing it's just literally a cube don't know don't know it's almost right. it's maybe almost he just touches if, uh, it yeah yeah maybe, yeah, like, yeah. maybe it just one? maybe just cowers in fear from Rodimus. he's like oh my god it's gonna be, he's gonna infect me with his anxiety i better open it. <laughs> <laughs> um we have spent a long time talking about Rodimus and galvatron it is time for it's us because to they're on. awesome Yes, they are. They are awesome. They're also going to be like leaked all over to buggery in the next three months. Well, so... on that, like there was the, there'll be the Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest on April nine in the US, where True. that'll be uh, hopefully released at uh, and officially photo- photographed, and they'll probably mistransform it somehow. But at least we'll get the proper release dates from then. So it'll be fun. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I would expect to find out a lot more about those about these figures on that day. And um, there's also a few other things. I think we, we talked about this last episode. There's a few other things coming up as as a part of the uh, the Pulse Fan Fest. Um, there's a new some new partnership with IDW. Um, a new effect. It looks like a blast effect pack uh, instead of the Centurion accessory packs that we had last year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's time to talk a le- talk a little bit of masterpiece. Um, I just zoomed this in and it didn't help at all, so I'm just going to take that back out. Um, so we have known for quite a while that Masterpiece Skids is in development. We've seen leaked wireframes of him. We've seen, I think we've seen some prototypes. This is the first time that we have seen what is basically the f- near finished product. He's Maybe he's a colored prototype now, I don't know. But... Um, Goodness me, this this new masterpiece figure for Skids is just looking fantastic. I'm 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 really I'm in awe of it. I'm I'm a fan. I love the colors. I like the red and the blue colors of it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy with them. Like, what do you, what do you guys think of these new photos? Uh, it's Skids. Bradley Bradley he- is of course as is as is traditional seeing these photos for the first time. No no no, <laughs> I have I have seen these photos before. It's just. The only thing I can remember about Skids is the only thing he ever said in a cartoon was robotic insecticide. Um, yeah, I've still got a G1 toy of him, and I've got the IDW sort of Jason Bourne toy of him. But mm. this looks is silly question, but mm. is this officially licensed or is he a fictional car? He is officially licensed, and he is actually being released to coincide with the anniversary of the car this year. Um, so. They are they are partnering up big time with Honda for this and um, yeah so what we're looking at on screen is a scan from uh, uh, what was it Figure King magazine uh, yeah. as as we like to do during on the podcast now what's been revealed in this scan is that there's two skids figures coming along one is the traditional skids as we as we know the other is a red a red recolor which is a diaclone homage and people have sort of People have erroneously looked at this and gone, "Oh, he's, they're also doing a, an Optimus Prime version." It's it's not. It's, a, it's one of his diaclone colors. There's 
there's a bunch of different um, there's a bunch of different repaints of skids either in diaclone figures or as cross cut and things like that and so they've gone with a particular configuration where his main car body is red uh, his highlight color like on his um, hands and his feet and his and his head is blue and uh, there's a bit of bit of black and gold uh, happening around the waist as well and that, that does match up with one of the diaclone colors of that toy so what they've announced is that uh, so we're getting skids as we know and we're also getting the red version which is going to be called Reboost uh, mm. and they also say that uh, Reboost will include the um, quote unquote iconic Honda Motor Compo which was included with the original Diaclone mold release as well and I'm I'm pretty sure that that's a little motorbike scooter or something like that. Do you guys know what that is? No, it doesn't sound familiar. But so is this because I thought I saw somewhere that this uh, reboost was a figure that had never actually been released. But was it released in Diaclone? Yes, yes. So he's so he's okay. a, he's so the mold that we know as Skids has had a number of recolor, retools and recolors over the years. Either. Like before Transformers in Diaclone, there were a couple of different red molds there, and this is this sort of represents one of them, and also mm. as his silver version as Crosscut. Um, so yeah, so yeah. this is definitely a, a Diaclone homage. Okie dokie, because yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere about this was a first release for this toy, or maybe it's first release for this it's, character. I'm not sure. It's, pro it's it's probably the first Western release of skids in these colors, and and yeah. like reboot reboost is a new character that they've come up with you know like they how they do delta magnus and loud pedal and stuff like that i mean like loud pedals not really a good example of that but yeah so like the, we do see we do see some uh, some figures sort of uh, come up in the masterpiece line as retools and recolors of existing characters and then they sort of carry on out into into uh into fandom and uh, and collected them so um yeah. so yeah so we are looking we're looking at skids and reboots i gotta be honest I'm totally here for both of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy both. I like both colors. Um, I wonder whether I wonder whether the dis, the the distribution of Reboost is going to be limited somewhat in Japan. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, so he's, yeah, we're definitely definitely looking at masterpiece skids. Um, there's been some there's been some discussion over the size of this figure um, relative to something like Bumblebee. Uh, because the car that the car that Skids is based on is not huge, um, yeah. and versus say something like a Volkswagen, uh, maybe maybe we are looking at a maybe we are looking at a small masterpiece. But he doesn't he doesn't look very small. He looks like he's about the same size as one of the Autobot Datsuns, for example. Yes. Do you do you guys have any feelings on on the size of Skids? I just have I just have a question though, because you said you're looking forward to getting them. Are you mm. going to be keeping them because i know you're a masterpiece collector but sometimes you have a masterpiece toy and then you move it on how do you feel about these guys i feel like so i i feel like i feel like these guys will stay um like i'm i'm probably the the masterpieces that i'm looking to sort of move on out of my collection are things that have been superseded so like the original oh, okay. starscream mp11 like there's mp52 is coming later this year so like i'm gonna put that on my shelf there's no point me keeping mp11 in a in a box in my storage cage um so yeah i, I don't have i don't have any representation of skids at the moment um so yeah. um, i'm gonna be happy to get this and put him on my shelf um, however, I will also just point out it is yet another Autobot car in a Masterpiece line that is sorely lacking in Decepticon cars. 
So I don't well, know, maybe, he, maybe, um, maybe they'll make Rebooster Decepticon. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is is Rebooster Decepticon, or do the Diaclone homages not have a faction? Interesting question. I don't know. Yeah, um, Delta Magnus is an Autobot, so who knows? Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like we 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 sort of assume that whatever Takara's done before is some indication of what they might do in the future, but it's really not. I mean, like Takara Takara could decide today to you know change course and change whatever the scale or anything for mass species and people will be like oh but you've done this before it's different like i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's really worth trying to worry too much about that but um yeah i don't know so the one thing i do notice is that reboost doesn't have a faction logo yeah and also looking at the uh looking at the car and looking at the robots it looks like there's a lot of folding in order to achieve that long a leg from that short a car uh it, it's very possible yeah um i i don't think there's any any particularly great detailed information about transformation for this guy yet um yeah, mm. yeah there's a, i mean look takara's takara's been well known for um well known for uh, encouraging folding in on on uh on pieces with you know from, like for example they saw, uh, in, they Sort of throw all the all the throw all the engineering into their masterpieces. Yeah, I mean, like so, like Inferno's ladder managed to hide inside the robot in some kind of like weird sorcery. Uh, MP44 (laughs) has like the 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 most minute of like folds and rotations. Yeah, like you know, they. I'm sure. I'm sure they can handle this. Hmm. Tony, you still there? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about the. I listen to your conversation because what what what's interesting to me is that there's a lot of positive buzz about this skids version, for a, for a character that's only appeared in two of the uh, G1 cartoon episodes, and you already mentioned one Bradley around the uh, the Insecticon episode, but I was literally yep. watching the Triple Takeover episode last night, which yeah. is the second episode that Skids appeared in. And I think he had one line that was something it was it was done by the actor that does the Inferno voice. So it's like that sort of Texan drawl. And it's something like, let's get this guy. And they're talking about Blitzwing. And then they proceed to get smashed into a thousand pieces yeah. by Blitzwing <laughs> through their little uh, gauntlet <laughs> of, uh, of, of pain. But um, and for a character that is so uh, obscure, I like the fact that Hasbro or whoever Takara in this case, I guess, um, have done have gone to the effort of linking it to the the, the anniversary of the the car itself for a character that is so obscure, but it's still getting positive buzz because people can admire how great the figure looks. And I've got to say, I'm not a Skids fan at all. Could hardly even remembered him before this year, but this figure yeah. looks amazing, and so does the Diaclone reboost. So it's yeah. um. You know, and listening to what Jace was saying about wanting to get it, it's like, okay, this is a guy that clearly appreciates a good robot design rather than linking it back to a cartoon or having any kind of nostalgia to it, you know? Look at the feet, look at the red and the, the blue. Like, that colour scheme is fantastic. I was going to say, <laughs> because you're, you have more of a comic background than Tony yeah. and I, is Skids yeah. prevalent in the comics or is he still as much of a background so, character as was he in the cartoon? Skids is pretty important in the IDW V1 universe. Um, so, like, the characters... He's like the a character Jason Bourne, isn't he? Like, uh, he has amnesia? Yeah, or... yeah. So, yeah, so there, like, there's, there's, there's some stuff that goes on around Skids. I'm not, not going to, like, spoil too much. Um, oh, please but, do. Yeah, please, so, like, yeah, please, please do. We're not, not going to read it. <laughs> okay. I, I, seriously. He's, 
suffice to say, he's like he's 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 pretty important. Like there's a there's a massive there's a massive mystery. One of the one of the core early mysteries around um, uh, more than meets the eye and, and lost light is a message that says don't let them take skids, and so sort of unraveling what that means over the course of uh, over the course of uh, more than meets the eye and lost light is um, it's a, a pretty important thing, and so uh, yeah, so like the character has enjoyed prevalence over the last few years because of that. Uh, but that's sort of as we sort of get further away from IDW's V1 universe and, and sort of the way that that ended up getting resolved anyway. Um, you know, that that sort of is, I guess, more waning now. But also, that was a very different version of Skids anyway. That was yes. much more like the Chug representation of him with sort of like the, the pink power lines and stuff around him. This is, this is, a, very, this is a very different Skids. Um, yeah. But like it's still it's like it's a it's a different skids, but it's still skids. That's cool, but um, like it, it, to me, this doesn't bring to mind his comic, um, his, his, like his comic ascendants. This is just a cool G one character updated. Yeah, so yeah. There we go. That's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know it's a yes from Jason because it's masterpiece, and he doesn't want to have a gap in his masterpiece line. <laughs> oh, no, the gap, gaps in the masterpiece line are appearing. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah. A small, a small update, and an update from the person who. Um, uh, I'm not sure if this came from Figure King magazine or not. Um, but this, this Japanese text here is apparently. Apparently, when it's translated, it gives a brief commentary. Uh, according to TFW, it says it gives a brief commentary about skids and reboost, and then, in the space of in the space of one sentence, it also talks about the fact that there's more masterpiece figures in the works, including Skyfire, as we might call him, Jetfire, and it also says that Masterpiece Raiden, which is a it is a, a project bot. that was announced a while ago. Um, uh, end of 2019, apparently, and it was okay. uh, it was actually mentioned that uh, they will actually be about the size of a Unite Warriors or Combiner Wars combiner. So yes. the masterpiece, uh, and so this of course has raised questions with people who they're like, well, do you mean Computron or do you mean Devastator? Like, there's two different sizes of there's two different sizes of combiners in Combiner Wars. And, like, if you're going to do a Masterpiece Raiden, we would really like it to be the size of Devastator, please, not the size of, you know, Superion or Menasaur. Yeah, because they haven't so, done an Autobot Titan-class combiner yet. So it'll be nice. Correct, correct. They that. haven't. Well, it's not going to be this, because this is, this is going to be a Masterpiece, but, yeah. Yeah, so, well, I mean, it would be nice to have a toy of uh, Raiden, he's pronounced in the cartoon, I think. Yeah. Yes, I'm very, I, I'm very sorry, but I speak Australian, so when I say it, it comes up. It's, I do you know why? It, it's it's the I use the I use the Mortal Kombat pronunciation yeah. of, of the name. He's Raiden to me, <laughs> and arguably the best Mortal Kombat character as well. By the way, could be. Are you going to go see the new new Mortal Kombat movie? I can't wait. It's. I mean, I, I'm not. I've got my expectations very low. By the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, fair enough. Too. I, I love. I love how. I love. Uh, like, talk about a segue. Um, I love how the Mortal Kombat movie posters. Um, like they've they've put out this massive. Uh, like big. Are these the animated ones you mean? No, no, no. The upcoming live action okay. movie. Um, no, no. As in, there's an animated poster. As in, it takes like oh, a no, shot of each no, character no. and it animates it. Um, yeah, okay, anyway. No, but on on the poster, like having sort of steered well clear of 
a lot of Mortal Kombat lore in the trailer. Um, and sort of like they build towards it in the trailer. And then on the on the thing, they've got the poster and they've got a character on it. And you know how they often have like a, a like only in cinemas, you know, March 24th or something like this. Yep. The, um, the, uh, the Mortal Kombat one just says, get over here, March 24th or something like that. <laughs> it's like, they've just like, just chucked, they've just chucked that line in because why not? Nice. So yeah, um, getting back to getting back to um, Transformers, I believe this podcast is about. Yes, uh, Nathan Ashby says uh, Raiden, Raiden is made up of six characters, so maybe Devastator sized. So yep. So did um, I misinterpret what you were saying as well, Jace? That around Skyfire slash Jetfire, uh, are they also saying that he is intended to be Unite Warriors sized, or was it just no, Raiden? They, no, no, they haven't spoken about that. They've just said okay. that um, they're working on a masterpiece Skyfire. Um, yeah. which does so let, let, let's let's talk about that for a minute right so there's been there's been a lot of love for Jetfire in yes. the Chug line in the last yep. decade there's been at least sort of I think three or four three. major releases um, yeah you're, yeah. so there was the the old um, the old Little classics squat. one there was the Thrilling yep. 30 Leader class one and there's the, the Commander class one I really wonder where they where they would go with a masterpiece Jetfire where they haven't already gone with the commander class. Like that's what I was wondering. Cause yeah, what, what are they going to do? Just make it like an inch taller. <laughs> so it's more <laughs> in scale with masterpiece. Cause just, uh, just, uh, just take, take the siege one and just remove the battle damage and make the panels smoother. And we're all, we'll all be happy. <laughs> yeah. But and, yeah, and make, make mean, it make it painted plastic instead of just white molded, and we'll all be good. So, yeah, I don't but know. I mean, you might um, be able to answer this. How does how does Siege Skyfire scale with like MP44? Have you put uh, them together? Or? No, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I haven't put them together because like they're they're very, different. I mean, they're very, very different. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like anecdotally, they're probably about the same size. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Like so, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get crucified for saying that because people will be like, "Oh my god, he's five millimeters tall." I how, how oh can I possibly god. say they're the same? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if this helps the, your question, Bradley, but um, I've got Siege Skyfire standing next to um, my Combiner Wars Devastator, and he's mm. just up to Devastator's chest. Yeah, I've got that. So, so by so um, by the transitive yeah. property of Combiner Wars Devastator, like yes, people, can, people, people could see. There is a there's an MP44 on my shelf and there's a Combiner Wars <laughs> Devastator on my shelf. So yep. all we need is for someone to zoom in on the five mil peg holes and do a size <laughs> comparison, and we'll have the answer. Thank you. Uh, we'll have that answer for you in the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just yeah. like I'm really confused as to MP Skyfire. Is it just going to be Jetfire with a Skyfire name? Or I, th- I think his I think his name in his name in Japan has always been Skyfire. Yes, it has. So, yeah. so like if they if if it's a Japanese focused thing, they'll they'll say Skyfire, not Jetfire. Yeah, they'll just um, say here's Jet here's Jet. The uh, West call this Jetfire in uh, Siege. We're going to be calling it Skyfire in Unite Warriors, and it's just going to be the same toy. Maybe I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused now. But yeah. Well, I mean, so anyway, just, I anyway, mean, yeah. so anyway, there's a masterpiece. Masterpiece Jetfire is on the way, and. Uh, Masterpiece Raiden is going to be about the size of a combiner, combiner wars combiner, but we don't know which one. There's a lot. There's a lot of unknowns. <laughs> there's a lot of unknowns in this wall of text, and it is we just literally a wall of text. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Like names are literally all we have. In fact, like if, if I take if I take that away, like there's there's really nothing there for us. Um, let's have a look at the Google Translate. You know what? I actually tried it. It was hilarious um, because yeah. some of this. So so the way that this ends up, uh, you you have to read this right to left, you know, um, vertically. So um, Google orients the words um, facing yeah. facing down this way and. Because some of the words are technically split across lines, um, the yeah, it doesn't handle them very well. Like it, it, it translates parts of them, uh, and mm. so yeah, you end you end up with a, a lot of um, a lot of messed up translations. So yeah, we're not going to we're not going to Google Translate this. Yeah, if you if you ever Google Translate English songs, no, yeah, English songs to Japanese, then back to English, you'll end up with something completely different. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you do it's quite scary let's talk about some, something else um uh so i i put this in as um i mean it's a it's a new transformers game coming out There's we've a, been a, over an hour jason we don't need to talk about this we have, uh, we, we have however however i keep getting told that that is apparently not important so transformers <laughs> alliance is a brand new ar game that has been uh released on android only in japan um it's so an ar an ar location based game is something like ingress or um, pokemon go and so you have to build up your base camp and apparently one of the one of the sort of conceits of the of the uh the game is that you can find real world objects and you can scan them with your phone and they will turn into transformers characters that can um uh you can uh, bring into your faction within the game um like anything like anything like these guys you know there's going to be um you know location based things and battles that have to go on it's only in japan at the moment and so um maybe it's in the beta test it's it's hard to say uh jason just cut out pretty majorly there uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Am I back? You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Good. Um, I, I mean, I didn't have anything much to say of import about the game anyway, because like I don't really know too much about it. No one really knows too much about it because it's it's only available in Japan at the moment. I'm sure there'll be more come out in the next next few months probably. This sounds like a, a lot like their stab at doing like a Pokemon Go, Harry yeah. Potter, Wizarding World type thing, right? But um, mm. I, I'm interested in the idea that you can look at any object that's like real life and then have that turn into a transformer i'm interested how they would do that so it could be interesting so i i feel like i feel like they might have like i was thinking about robot modes no 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 i I was thinking about this right i feel like they might do it based on like a particular type of car so like if you see a, a if you see a volkswagen then you could scan it and get like a volkswagen type like bumblebee type figure to join you but and so like i feel like they might even sort of expect um you know particularly you know if there's a, a a particular area where someone owns a, a vw beetle like maybe the people will like to go there <laughs> and take a photo of their car in order to get the character you know so that's something that happened a lot with pokemon go because of um raid portals and and uh, rare pokemon appearing in particular places so i i kind of feel like it's not going to be like scan a car and it becomes a character. It might be like, you know, scan a Lamborghini Contage and you'll get something. Um, but if you, scan, if you scan a Ford Laser, you might not get much. How, like, how many Lamborghini like Contages are going to be in your like area? Car spotting or something. Mate, you have no idea what's in my garage. 
in, my, in, in this apartment block. Like, my apartment block has so many fucking Audi R8s and BMW like things in my in my in my basement. Like the number, like I think I think in order to get out my car out of my car park, I think I have to go past at least ten million dollars worth of cars. It's amazing. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can. I can probably. I could probably win the entire game by just scanning cars in my garage. I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, but yeah, so I, I. I feel like. I feel like they might do particular object recognition on particular types of cars. But um, who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. If this is something that is going to go wider than Japan, like I'm sure we'll find out about it all in good time. Like this feels like. This feels like it's a test market. It's only on Android and it's only in Japan at the moment. So it feels very much like it's being tested. Cool. It's, yeah it's it's just going to be weird to see in reality i would say it will it will let's uh let's go talk about quickly about uh animation for the uh the upcoming nickelodeon series we still don't know very much about it but we do know that it's meant to be a little bit more uh there's a nickelodeon series comedic um, bradley hasn't listened to the podcast while he's been away for the last shame on you weeks. bradley <laughs> We did there this is, a few weeks ago. <laughs> there is there is a Nickelodeon series that's coming up. So there's two there's two separate. We'll do a, we'll do a quick recap. There's two separate uh, TV cartoon shows that are coming up. Uh, one is the Bot Bots series, and the other is the Nickelodeon series, which is intended to be a little bit more lighthearted and comedic. Now, not much like that's pretty much all we know about it. But they've they've announced this week that um, a studio called Icon Creative Studio will be doing the uh, will be doing the the 3D CGI work for the series, um, and uh, Boulder Media is doing the BotBots series. So uh, I am completely unfamiliar with these titles, but Icon has also developed a reputation for doing uh, Eleanor of Avalor, Disney's Monsters at Work series, and Kong King of the Apes. That last one feels like something that I should be a little bit more familiar with because I'm going to go and see Godzilla vs Kong tomorrow, <laughs> but I haven't watched it and I don't think I can mainline it in the next uh, in the next 24 hours. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, we we know that we know that it doesn't necessarily matter what the pedigree of the studio that's on the uh, on the show is. It matters sort of how much budget and you know, direction they're given because. We know that Polygon Pictures, who did Transformers Prime, also do Earthrise uh, and Siege on Netflix, and they're very different. They're very different looking and very different animated shows. So, um, like you know, it's it's nice to know the studio, but it like it doesn't really it doesn't really tell us that much about the show. We'll find it. We'll find out more in the next few months. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about movie news. Like we did tease we did tease early on that we were going to talk about movies. They still um, suck. <laughs> they have, this one doesn't even exist yet <laughs> i know but it's gonna suck the ultimate so, film critic <laughs> Trans Tran transformers 7 um this report on uh, tfw 2005 says that it's got a 200 million dollar budget which is actually back to the um back to the sort of budget of the uh the previous live action movies uh, and it's going to be filmed in canada which basically has turned it into every sci-fi tv show ever um hopefully they'll hopefully they'll put a lot of that 200 million on screen now it is being filmed um there's a lot of filming that's going to take place at um particular studios in uh, and sound stages in in canada and then it's going to it's going to go uh to peru to film as well so whether we're whether we're looking at so if something's very studio based i'm wondering if there might be a, might be very cybertron based 
for this uh, for this film, or it might be. Uh, it's possible that the the Peru stuff is um, possibly going to be maybe prehistoric. Uh, maybe this is part of the the Beast Alliance stuff that we've been, we've hear we've heard is coming out. But uh, I do find that the I do find the the budget is the budget is quite interesting, and I feel like we still don't necessarily know what is happening in terms of the in terms of the actual um, in terms of the actual movie. Is this is this set in the sort of existing live action movie continuity? Is it going to be a sequel to Bumblebee, or is it going to be something new? It's yeah. not entirely. It's not entirely clear. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the, what makes um, me a little bit nervous about it all as well. You know, yeah. I'm really pleased that they're announcing all these things and these properties, and they're they're trying to you know expand the life of the of the overall brand. But just the the little bits of information that we get, they're never really giving me much confidence that this is going to be a turnaround from the Bayverse. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I find it, I find it, let, let's, let's talk about the other, the other news that's come out as well, right? So mm. this was, a, this was uh, last week. Um, there was something came up that said uh, futuristic concept, vehicle concept artists have been hired for Transformers 7. So Transformers 7 is the movie that's been given a $200 million budget and will shoot in Canada. We know a lot of it's going to be shot on a soundstage, which is why I feel like it might be very Cybertron-based or something. The, 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 I feel like there's a reason it's going to be um, shot a lot in the studio. And uh, they're saying, uh, I've highlighted here, the artists in question have previously worked on both land and air vehicles that do not exist in real life. Um, talking things like Star Wars, Marvel, and um, the upcoming Suicide Squad movie from James Gunn. So like, we're, we're, there's, there's definitely going to be some there's definitely going to be some off-world, uh, off-world vehicle designs that's going to happen, right? Um, so yeah, we, we've seen, we've seen this happen a lot with some of the more recent movies. Like we saw some beast designs for uh, Transformers: The Last Night that were never used. Um, so yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that much, but we'll, we'll see what's coming up. At the same time, as well, we've also heard news today. That there's a new Transformers movie in the work in the works from the from the uh, filmmaker behind Charm City Kings. Now I'm completely unfamiliar with Charm City Kings. However, I do know that um, I do know from other reports that it's the showrunner behind Marvel's uh, the Marvel Defenders series on Netflix, which was. If you recall, back a few years ago when Netflix dove into Marvel headfirst, they brought up their four franchises and then they used Defenders as their big crossover uh, series. So they had they had all the all the characters come together, and so like you're talking about juggling quite a lot of um, quite a lot of uh, inputs and a lot of stars, and yeah. So do you think this do you think this sort of answers our prayers of someone being given someone competent being given control of the transformers franchise or do we, do we really just want it to go back to travis knight i want you to take a close look at the photo of the guy on the right and do you want, to I'm, take, uh, do you want yeah go on, go on. i'm curious uh, yeah I'm, I'm curious i mean I, i'm not one to judge a book by its cover but I am wondering when they hired Ali G to direct this new <laughs> Transformers movie. We're gonna movie. go there. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Oh, okay, all right. Let's give him a go. I've never seen. <laughs> is it because I use black? But but you know, the Charm City Kings sort of thing. I'm not. I'm not. I've never seen it like you, Jace. I don't know what it means. Uh, I've, yeah, you know, I'm, sure I'm not. Good. I'm not familiar with that as well. Yeah. I, what, but, I, what I do find yeah. interesting about this though is that we've had. We've had. We've heard twice in the last six months of them bringing in 
new people to hand the Transformers franchise to. And so, we're, we're, um, someone in the someone in the comments earlier tonight on the on the live stream said that there's four new movies in development, and that sounds about right. Like, there's so we've heard that there's a Bumblebee sequel. We've heard that Transformers Seven is also happening, and whether that's actually a sequel to The Last Night or something, we don't know. Um, we've also heard this rumor of Beast Alliance, and then there's also this one that's come out today saying there's a new Transformers movie in the works. So like. Uh, I like I, I, the last time we heard that there was a the last time we heard that there were two two movies coming into into life simultaneously. We assumed that one of them would be killed and one of them would survive. But now there's four. What the hell is going on? And mm. the the thing that the thing that I notice about this is that the the people that they're handing these uh, these films to, they're not necessarily film directors. A lot of them come from TV, and. Uh, I mean, like I say, TV, but like Marvel's uh, Marvel's Defenders thing on Netflix is a TV series. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm absolutely completely unfamiliar with Charm City Kings. I don't know if it's a film or or, or if it's a, a series. Someone Google it and explain it to me, please. Um, but um, yeah, so so they're they're saying that um, they're saying that Marco Ramirez, who's the the gentleman in question, is going to write the script for the new movie. Don't know whether he's going to direct it, but um, yeah, so. It's not, it's really not clear whether this is one of the existing projects and they've just attached a writer, or if this is yet another project that's going to be boiling away in the background. Would you like the brief synopsis of Charm City Kings? Hit me, hit me, hit me with the Charm City Kings in twenty seconds. Uh, it's a movie from last year, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and the synopsis is: fourteen-year-old Mouse desperately wants to join the Midnight Click an infamous group of Baltimore dirt bike riders who rule the summertime streets. All right. That's it. Mm. Wow. So it's Transformers so expect- meets so- The Wire, meets BMX. I, I was going to say meets Fast and the yeah. Furious, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so maybe RC will be an important character in the movie. Who knows? Um, there we go. Uh, so uh, Nathan Ashby points out that a lot of directors get their start in uh, directing music videos and TV episodes. Let's not forget Michael Bay came from advertising. So yeah, I, I and he and he stayed in there. Hmm. He hasn't so, made any movies. He's just made very long commercials. So I, I guess <laughs> I, I guess I guess my point is that I find it interesting that they're not going to they're not going to established filmmakers to direct these and. Someone made the point when when they previously announced the guy who's going to be doing the, the Bumblebee sequel that the studio probably wants someone that they can bully, so they they can just go well here's here's what your Transformers movie is going to be, uh, and here's the script and this is what you're going to shoot and here's how you're going to shoot it and we didn't like that take so we'd like you to do another one that, that kind of thing, um, mm. maybe uh, maybe there's maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know um, but yeah we'll we'll, we'll see you. We'll see what happens. I'm just I'm just finding it interesting that they're saying there are four projects in development, but we all know there's a long there's a long long distance between in development to being shot, than being mm. finished. There, there is. Don't don't forget that um, there was so there was originally meant to be one Transformers movie a year coming out at yes. the moment, um, and then. The last once, night happened. Once the once the last night happened, like that <laughs> that plan just just died. Then they sort of they came back and they're like, "Do you like this with Bumblebee?" And everyone was like, "Yes, we do like that." But can you spend yes. a little bit more money on it? And they're like, "Okay." And then they went away. So um, 
movies for me at this point are like buses. You miss one and then you wait five years and then they all come at once. So um, <laughs> yeah. now we, we've got... We've, I mean, it's almost it's almost like they've really just returned back to their original plan. They're like, let's do a movie every year and now let's maybe make them a little bit more varied so maybe they don't all have to be sequels to each other. And maybe this is um, maybe this is where we sort of get the, the sort of the branching out of the Transformers universe. We talked about this last week in terms of TV series. Like, we can have a lot of TV series on, on, uh, on different channels and with different audiences and targeted at different people. Maybe it's, maybe it's time that happened in the movie franchise as well. If that, if that actually does happen to the Transformers movie franchise, whether it's successful or not will be interesting. But if it is successful, it might be the first franchise to actually pull that off. Like Star Trek is Star Trek's years between movies. And uh, like, I don't even know what's going to happen to the next Star Trek movie, whether it's going to be a sequel to Beyond or if it's going to be the Quentin Tarantino R-rated one. Um, Star Wars, wh- whatever Star Wars' plans were for um, movies, they sort of got... Uh, they. Star Wars had plans for like an extended universe of uh, movies between trilogies and between their big things. So like that died in the ass when Solo came out, and we'd have so yeah, we'd had they, they flooded the market or was Solo bombed or something. Well, so Solo they... was Solo was not particularly successful, although um, it was a it was I would say a, still a pretty good movie. Um, but Rogue One was extremely well received. Solo was not yeah. so well received, and so the star wars universe really the future of the star wars universe is now disney plus there was time there was a time when they said that there'd be an obi-wan kenobi movie with ewan mcgregor that's now a series on disney plus so that's sort of where that's going so if transformers actually manages to make sort of a multiverse of films i mean there's still you know there's it's it's almost as if they might actually be close to realizing their um, desire to make the transformers franchise into the mcu who knows yeah. I think I, oh, I think I, I think there's definitely a, a there's there's definitely a reservation of judgment happening on this. We should because I, I we think should, before we should absolutely when, not be judging this. Yeah, because I remember before Bumblebee came out, I, I my expectations were set so low that I just thought, you know what, I'll I'll, I'll let it pass. And then I, I was wandering past the cinema one day, and the Bumblebee was showing. Is this like when in. you went? Is this when you just like went into Kmart and bought a figure as well? Like you went, and you went, walked past the cinema, and you're like, "Fuck, I haven't seen a Transformers movie for a while." Well, I, I now own two Hoyt cinemas, so yeah, that's exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, that is unfortunately not such a great achievement because Hoyt's Hoyt's they're not that great. Wait, wait, are they the ones with the reclining seats, or are they just yes, the leather reclining seats? Oh, so yeah, yeah. and I've got two of them, cinemas. so you know, yeah. I, I'm happy one to for share, the week guys. and one for Sunday best. Correct, yeah. but um, <laughs> but when I walked in, I was pleasantly surprised with that that Bumblebee movie. But then it occurred to me that first of all, hold, cool your jets in terms of you know trashing any of these projects because we we haven't seen them yet. And to Bradley's hmm. point, they might not even eventuate. Um, yeah. but but number two, I, I think yeah. in terms of the the I, I you know how you talked about Star Wars and Star Trek movie series, I the thing that sets them apart is that you could name at least one quality movie within those franchises. I cannot do that for the live action Transformers movies. There's no one movie where I'll go, yep, that's the that's fantastic. That's the that's the one that sets the bar and I'll show non-Transformers fans that live action movie. So I myself am still waiting for that and I feel like we got very close to it with Bumblebee on those Cybertronian scenes that they had. But that still wasn't just, wasn't enough, right? It was close, but just not quite where, where where I wanted it to be. So I'm still hoping that one of these four movies will be that one movie that says, "Yes, this is the thing 
that you point to and say, this is a great representation of these characters in a live action form. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe there will be something coming up. Who knows? Who knows? Um, let's, uh, let's table the movie talk, shall we? We, yep. we, we've, man- we've managed to get into the movie talk or we've managed to get out of it without really um, upsetting people. Um, <laughs> it, rem- it remains to be seen just how upset Brad is when he edits this, uh, this uh, conversation, but yeah. Um, let's talk about statues. We're done. We're done. Yeah. No, there's no, there's no statue talk. We're done. <laughs> news is over for the week. We've managed, to, we've managed to get to the end of the news. That means, that means we're going to talk about new acquisitions and you guys haven't got any new acquisitions, have you? I've got a couple, but I didn't add them to the run sheet. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten four of the generation select C cons, but they're still in their boxes because I'm waiting for the other two to arrive. But I have uh, gotten a uh, tiger track. Oh, a hey. tiger track. Yes. Beautiful. Look yes. at him. What a good, what a good yellow boy. Yes. I quite like yeah. him. Um, I'm still waiting for Deep Cover to arrive, but I really, really like because I bought Deep Cover and Tiger Track on the same day, I think. Uh, but I really, really like Tiger Track. Um, I, re- I, I really like the color scheme; like the yellow just really works for him. But the black works yeah. for Deep Cover as well. Um, just yeah. while 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 I've while I've got the the, the mic here, um, just because we've got we got a comment from YouTube, and like. Comments from YouTube never come in, so I'm just going to put it up here. Ernest Frazier <laughs> is saying hello, um, and so let's just say hello. Hi, hi, Ernest. Hi, hope Ernest. Hope you're, Ernest hope you're watching. Yeah, hope you hope you're enjoying the show. Um, and yes, we are definitely here, and we are definitely and real. Please, we are not, please give. We're not. We're not cats, and we're not lawyers. So yeah. please give that doggo a pat from me. Yes. Yes. I, please. Pat I wonder doggo. if Ernest was actually looking to type in, you know, the the song by Adele. And he unwittingly found our YouTube channel. <laughs> Hello. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so Bradley, Bradley, your uh, your um, your sideswipe repaints. Yes. Yeah. Um, I quite like Tiger Track. He sort of like if someone wants to get um, Sunstreaker and Sideswipe, but they just can't be bothered getting both toys, they can have them together <laughs> in the one. You got so a t- Tiger Track is basically Sunswipe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds better than side streaker. <laughs> I'm not Good sure. Question does, on the yeah. question on the, on that toy though, um, Bradley. The the arm the shoulder cannon looks like it's on an angle. Is that you got to tilt it up? That's just what I do. That's just what I do to it. Oh, um, okay. All right, right. Yeah. It's just. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. Plugs in got it. Like yeah. Got side, it. But yeah, I just so, it on the side. Yeah. So Bradley, you said that you got deep cover at the same time as well. So an, a, another side swipe repaint, but this one in um, sexy black, blue, and white. Um, have you opened deep cover? Uh, no, because he still hasn't arrived at your place. Oh, yes, that's right. Because you're on one of the later orders for deep cover. Fair enough too. Yeah. Damn, yes. <laughs> but I will be opening him as soon as he arrives. Jason's yeah. furiously going to start ordering deep cover now because he's completely forgotten about your order, Bradley. <laughs> I was worried for a second. No, no, I, no. I, I do, I do have that. I do have that order in hand. So, um, for the for the uninitiated, I do handle some uh, imports and orders for for club members, of which Bradley is one. So yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so Ernest Frazier has responded to us and said, I posted news before that. Uh, Ernest, we know you did, but it's not on our run sheet to discuss this week. It might come up next week. So, um, but thank you for, thank you for bringing it to our attention. I, sh I should say, I do have another acquisition, but I don't actually physically have it yet. My friend, uh, was able to source a studio series Grimlock a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't been able oh, to actually get it in hand oh, well yet. Done. So I should it. actually, I should actually mention, um, so I've got, I've got, I've got L. L Studio Series 0860 Grimlocko here in front of me, and I'm going to put something very special in his hand. I should do this on no, camera just so that no one thinks it's dodgy. Um, yeah, so um, so uh, at the meetup in Sydney last night, uh, we had a, a we had a, a member of the club come along, um, uh, he, and he brought along 3D printed 3D printed swords for um, Ooh, Studio Series nice. 86 Grimlock. Like I'm saying, wait, I'm just, I'm just going to put myself on on full screen layout there because if i put him in the center of the thing then he's sort of in front of my microphone um but yeah so um yeah big big time big time sword action going on for uh for studio series grimlock now um yeah there's a there's a lot of uh there's a lot of swords coming out for this guy non-f has done uh done one that's either completely red which is a bit weird or black hilt like this and an orange blade which will also look pretty impressive so um yeah so uh if you are looking to get a sword for your uh, for your Studio Series 86 Grimlock, um, there might be some information going up about uh, acquiring them in our Facebook group in the next um, in the next little while. Um, I'm going to briefly talk about my acquisition. Are you are you finished your your acquisitions there, Bradley? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to briefly talk through some of mine because I only have one of mine to hand here. Uh, so I. I I broke my uh, I broke my no more Cyberverse Deluxes rule this week. I went out oh. toy shopping with with Clinton from Toy Reel. We went into Kmart. We found the new stu the new studio the new Cyberverse Deluxes at twenty nine dollars, which is a much more much more palatable price for them. Uh, and so I picked up Starscream, I picked up Soundwave, and I picked up Prowl. And I looked at him and went, Nah, I'm put it back on the shelf. Uh, so I came home with uh, Starscream and Soundwave. I'm actually pretty impressed with them. Like they are. They are Cyberverse Deluxe figures. They are, they suffer from a few a few things that those figures suffer from, like the, the they're fairly hollow. Um, the the plastic quality is not quite there, but they're actually fairly poseable. And the the Starscream, the Starscream comes with um, so Starscream comes with his arm cannons, and it also comes with a really interesting effects part that um, sits on it's either a three mil or a five mil port on Starscream's body and it's a it's a it's a clear cloud with three three parts that uh, that shoot off it and red missiles attached to them as well so like for an effects piece it's really detailed uh and he also comes with two blast effects for his arm cannons as well so Starscream comes loaded up um and yeah, like those, those all, those all go, those all go pretty well. Like they, they can make make some impressive, um, impressive photos and, and poses with them. Soundwave, I, mean, I was initially a bit cold on, but once I transformed Soundwave into his little armored armored vehicle with sonic weapon uh, alt mode, I was like, actually, yeah, I'm I'm actually really quite into this. It's really clever. It comes it comes with a little laser beak. The laser beak sits in the front of the car as well. So, um, like it all it all comes together quite nicely. So, I'm more impressed with Soundwave and Laserbeak than I thought I was going to be. Um, I've also got... Oh my goodness. I, hang on, I need to slide my chair over here and see if I can pick this guy up. There we go. Should have prepared, I should have prepared more for this than I did. But here is 
here is the orange boy that everyone is really into. Kingdom Huffer is in the house, and <laughs> oh my goodness, he's a great little figure. Um, he's 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 really dynamic. He's you know he's got all the like tilts and swivels and stuff that you expect. Um, he's also got like a big fuck off gun <laughs> that comes with him. It's really great. Uh, people have people have looked at the gun and said that the gun is actually based on a Halo rifle. Um, I'm not much of a I'm not much of a Halo aficionado, so I can't really speak to that. But yeah, he's uh, he's just he's a really nice deluxe figure. He ticks ticks all the boxes that I want him to, and it's pretty much all I'm going to buy from Wave Two of Kingdom. So uh, the 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 other the other Wave Two deluxes for Kingdom are uh, tonight, which I'm not not interested in. RC, which is a repack, and um, Air Razor. Um, uh, Air Razor was doing oh, yeah, rounds on the Razor. table last night at the meetup, which uh, really nice figure. A lot of people were really impressed by it, but just I'm not that into it. Um, other stuff that I picked up this week was something that I've been looking at getting for a while, and um, this came to me. This is going to be interesting in terms of the, the, the how I position this with the microphone. Uh, this came to me from uh, the uh, the erstwhile Jason discount uh, off the uh, off our Facebook group. This is the Transformers animated Sons of Cybertron set, which I'm just going to pan. You want to put yourself back onto the main? Yeah, I might, I might, I might do that. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, there we go. The Transformers animated Sons of Cybertron set, which is... Um, it's one of the few Transformers animated sets that I didn't acquire uh, back in the day. And it's also... It's a Japanese release. But also, this is actually... I've, I've been going around for years telling people that I've got all the animated Rodimuses. I didn't have this one. This you is, were this living one, a lie. I was, I, I was, I was living a lie. Like I, I, I had, I had um, totally, totally like, um, I, I'd been telling a massive, massive Phoebe Porcupine for many, many years. Um, so now I have finally acquired the last, uh, the last animated Rodimus, and he is he's standard animated Rodimus, but this one's uh, got some clear and transparent parts on it, which makes him infinitely cooler and more prone to breakage. Uh, there is also the uh, deluxe. Deluxe Optimus in uh, transparent colors as well. So really looking forward to opening this set up and uh, getting them out and taking some photos with them, which I was hoping I would have done before the podcast. But uh, as you can see, <laughs> clearly I have not opened it up yet. So um, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite acquisitions of the uh, of the week. Um, Nathan Ashby says, Sons of Cybertron. Well, that's interesting timing. Um, is it? I'm not sure. Is it? Is- I don't know, Nathan. You're gonna to have to explain that one, man. I'm not I'm not sure why that is interesting timing, but yeah. So um, yeah, got myself a got myself a Sons of Cybertron set, and uh, yeah, it's one it's one that I can actually remove from the eBay watch list. Um, it's been it's been on there for quite quite some years. I'm just wondering if you know you got Sons of Cybertron. If you're gonna add the Knights of Cybertron to your collection. Um, you know that band? Yeah, the the the, the 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 weren't they the ninth? Weren't they the Knights of Unicron? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Knights yeah. of Unicron, but yeah, Knights okay. of yeah. Nathan Nathan has responded and said, "Just wait a couple of weeks." It's um, I mean, it's vaguely it sounds vaguely threatening, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Um, so yeah, uh, that's new acquisitions done for the week. Um. Very, very quickly before we finish up uh, some club news, uh, we will be drawing the winner of the the Netflix custom gold bug uh, figure this week. The uh, the mm, figure that was that looks very cool. um, 
customized from Netflix Bumblebee by uh, M's Toy Customs, Michael Fouchet, who's in our Facebook group. Uh, we are currently at about 170 tickets sold. I'd really like to get that to 200 tickets. So uh, if anyone is watching and listening to this before the end of the month, please come past and um, please buy a ticket or two. All of the money that goes into this, this raffle and is going straight to the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday appeal on Good Friday. So we will be making the donation then. I'd love to get it to $1,000. That's why I want to get I want to get it to two, 200 tickets sold. I want to get it past 200 tickets sold. But um, yeah, we would love to get it to $1,000 so that we can uh, donate, uh, donate a good amount of, uh, good amount of money to uh, the Royal Children's Hospital. Um, that is about it. We are, um, we are at the end of the show. Do you guys have anything we'd like to, uh, you'd like to talk about? Uh, bearing in mind that the last time I asked this question, it didn't go so well for me. Uh, t- <laughs> Tony, <laughs> yes. No, I'm good. I'm good. It was, uh, good? it was fun. Good? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley, anything anything you'd like to bring up before the before the end of the show? Uh, I'm hoping to have Haslab Unicron in hand very very Ooh. shortly. Um, I pre-ordered him through EB Games, but then I saw that there was some sort of derailment, so that sort of pushed stop back. I will just say that I don't think the Unicrons are on a ship in the Suez Canal, so I think we're safe. There. <laughs> um, oh, thank God! That thing is yeah. huge. Oh, I, the, uh, yeah, I know what what a what, what a massive clusterfuck. Um, <laughs> it was funny. So I saw someone someone posted in the group that was just like, "Yeah, look, if all your packages are late, this could be why." I'm like, ah, probably not, because like we would not be getting transformers from Europe via that method. Like they will come from no. Vietnam to Australia. But yeah, yes, um, yeah. Um, I think we're about done. I think we're about yep. we're about done. Um, it's yeah. it's been a it's been a good good couple of hours thank you for joining us everyone um thank you for listening if you're watching along with the live record and some people have been thank you very much for checking us out we know that your time is valuable on a saturday night especially uh find out more about these stories and more you'll find links to them and uh, and all that in the show notes if you'd like to get in touch with us please do we love listening to feedback we love hearing from listeners we actually we really we really enjoy the um really enjoy the the interaction with live comments on the the on the streams as well and uh yeah, uh, you can find us on uh, the Podbean website, transformersweekly.podbean.com. That's the official home of the podcast. Our Facebook page is Australian Transformers Weekly. And uh, we're all in Australia, the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. If you're not already subscribed, you can find the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. RSS feed is, link is in the website and in the show notes as well. Uh, you can, of course, also subscribe to us on YouTube where each of the episodes gets posted every week as well. Uh, the podcast is a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. We're a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy, and money to make everything better for everyone. That's like It's a lofty goal, so yeah, I might rewrite that next week. Our goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community. There is some benefit to being a member of our club. Uh, you can find out more information about that and uh, how to sign up at Transformers CCA. Dot com. Moving off world, the uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia group can be found on Facebook and uh, you, you can also find us on Twitter at Transformers CCA. You can find me on Twitter at JM77 and Bradley, you are on Twitch at Groovy Guy Gaming. That's Do you like how I just lowered my voice when I said that as well? Yeah, like, Groovy Guy Gaming. Groovy Guy Gaming. <laughs> I've been streaming every day for the last couple of weeks, so. Um, Starting about midday Western Standard Time, which I, is there still daylight savings? Is there still a three-hour difference? Uh, 
yes, it's still it's still daylight savings in uh, in Sydney for a couple of weeks more, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel I feel like I feel like our daylight savings ends around Easter time, so maybe in the next couple of weeks. We'll yeah, I think so. So it's twelve p.m. my time, which would probably be about three p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. daylight saving time. So always happy to talk about Transformers, and yeah, just like Jason, I enjoy having live chat while I'm streaming. So come on over and uh, say hi, and we can talk about Transformers and stuff. Are you going to be un- unboxing your Unicron when it finally arrives on a on a Twitch stream at some point, Bradley? Well, yeah, I think you should yeah. do that. Um, I'm, I've got this table here. As you can see, it's got um, the Seacons on there at the moment. But what I'm going to do is when Unicron arrives, I'm going to move my camera onto my second monitor and have planet mode Unicron just sort of dominating the, uh, the <laughs> shot. Because I have, okay. I have my And, do- and dominate, there. he will. I, I gotta yeah. say, like, I did not expect Unicron to be quite as big as he is. Mm, yeah, I've, I've been seeing pictures, but everyone, everyone that's been taking pictures has been saying, "Don't rely on pictures to communicate how grand this thing is in scale." So it's kind of like, well, yeah, that's why I got the figure pre-ordered. I want to see how big he is. I have to rely on something, so yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, so uh, April seventh, EB, I believe, is uh, starting to get out their pre-orders. Um, I would suggest this has come up a few times in the Facebook group. If you're unsure whether your order's okay or um, you know in good standing with EB, call your local shop or go go into your local shop or call their customer service or email them. Um, there's a lot of hearsay that's going on around Facebook. Um, people going, oh, eBay does this or eBay does that. And the best the best answer is probably to just go to your eBay store and get the get it straight from the horse's mouth. Yep. So yeah, that is all oh, for you us. Can be like um, me. You can be like me and have a good friend that works at eBay and you can just talk to my messenger. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it, always, it always helps if you're friends with the, uh, the staff at your local eBay store, right? Mm. <laughs> all right. That is all from us. Uh, thank you for watching, everyone. And... Uh, unsure what's going to happen over Easter next week um, so I'm just going to say we'll be back with more Transformers news soon it might not necessarily be next week and uh, Bradley is holding up a uh, is that a kinder surprise Easter bunny yeah. yes nice that, that'll yeah. be that'll be good for Easter that, that's All right, the Easter theme <laughs> yeah the Easter theme yeah alright thank you <laughs> thank you for watching everyone and uh, we're gone goodbye goodbye